We're unabashedly obsessed We've got to get it off our chest Please sit there and be quiet Hey everyone Hello Welcome to another episode of Unabashedly Obsessed I am James I'm Aaron. And uh, on our show we like to talk about things related to pop culture And not so pop culture and occasionally and almost usually largely about ourselves, too. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a podcast. I mean, yeah. Come on. So we are doing a special episode this week. We are. But first, we have a new Patreon patron. We do. And it's someone you may have heard of before we started talking this week. Uh-huh. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> um, it's Jamie. Hi, Jamie. Uh, Jamie Shaheen, who sings our theme song. Uh, is now a patron. Yeah. So just in case you were like, no, I'm too close to the show. I don't wanna. I, I don't think I should be a patron. I'm too close. No, you're not. You're not too close to the show. You should be a patron like Jamie. You should be. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you, Jamie. We hope that we make you proud. At and- some point, we'll find. We'll remember to ask you how people can follow you on social media and stuff. In our defense, though, you are in the Facebook group. Yeah. You could tell them yourself. You could. I mean, not to put the onus on you. Maybe he's like a, like he likes to be a man of mystery. Exactly. Yeah. Like so, James like, Bond. Right. Jamie Bond. Jamie Bond. That sounds like a reboot. Like like we need it to be for the new for the new generation. Jamie Bond. Yeah. He's into like S and M but spying too. Well okay. Where S and M stands for spying and Martinis, just like the old James. Just Bond. like the old James. But they call Bond. it J- they call it S and M to be like edgy. Okay. But they mean the exact same thing. I was thinking more like he's a teenager now. Oh, like James Bond Junior. Uh huh. Yeah. Was that a thing? Yeah, uh-huh. I got called James Bond Junior a lot, which didn't make sense. Just call me James Bond. Come on. Yeah. But I was. A but kid. you were a teenager. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So, uh, thank you, Jamie, so much. Thank you, Jamie, and thank you for our theme song. We'll probably thank you at the end. But, but we you might know, not. Sometimes we don't. <laughs> um, and and thank you for like he. I mean, Jamie's basically been like day one supporter. Yeah. Like we told him about. It, he's like, that sounds awesome. I'm in. Let's do it. Yeah. So, thank you so much, Jamie. Thank you've you, been, Jamie. You've been patronizing us. I mean, since high school. Since high school, yeah. So, if you want to be thanked uh, for for being patronizing to us <laughs> and kind of made fun of, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> If you listen to the show, you know where we're coming from. We we come in from all. We angles. only make fun of the people that we love and the people that we hate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in equal measure. If we're indifferent to you, we just don't waste our breath on <laughs> exactly, you. Exactly, exactly. Uh, you could go to patreon.com/slash unabashedly obsessed, um, and you, you should do that. And we're gonna, you know, we only have a week before the next month's uh, newsletter and items go up. This is true. I have, I think, one of my one of my recommendations. Maybe two. I have zero, and I also haven't written the newsletter. Sounds good. We have a week. We have a week. <sighs> That's plenty of time. So, shall we get into our episode? <laughs> I think we shall. All right. Uh, so, yeah, we uh, we have a sort of a special episode. Don't. Uh, sometimes we we have time to do a lot of research on our show, mm-hmm. like really do a deep dive, like the Sorting Hat chats thing, and like. We've done like where we watch a movie or whatever, and sometimes we move recording up a day, and then we both go away for a weekend. Right. <laughs> That's right. I forgot you were gone this weekend too. Yeah. Um. So Q and A time. Yay! Ask us anything. <laughs> well, I mean, not now. I it's, mean, it's too late now. I well, mean, you can sure, and we'll either save it for the next time we're both not on the ball enough to schedule something ahead of time. Or, I mean, you can just yell or, ineffectually at your radio. Or you could just probably ask on the Facebook group and we'll probably just go ahead and just answer. Yeah, it's true. It's been really hard not to just answer. No, I've just been liking stuff <laughs> yeah. and feeling I'm really not, bad that I'm not I'm responding. Impotent liking, the name of this episode. Um, yeah, all right. So Aaron, while Aaron writes down that potential title. <laughs> Impotential liking. Impotential? Uh-huh. You said potential. Impotent. I know. And okay. then you said potential. Oh, okay. And so oh. I so I made a new one. Oh, okay. I see. I see what you did there. Uh-huh. Um, so we got some questions. We sure did. <laughs> um, and also an exclamation from Cole, but I think he meant it as a question. 
Yes. <laughs> yes. I think so. we should start with Justin's question. Okay, yes. Justin. Um, hi, Justin. Friend from high school. Uh-huh. Um, big wig in the drama department. Yep, yep. Graduated uh-huh. a year ahead of us. Uh, the first person I heard about in the drama department. Like, I heard about Greeley, and then I heard about J- Justin and Matt. Yeah, yeah. One of the first people that I didn't really have a connection to who was nice to me. Nice. I don't think Justin actually listens to our show. I think uh, he's in the Facebook group. I don't know about that. Let's see what his question well, says. Yeah, let's that... find out what his question is. Maybe his question will shed some light on if he listens to our <laughs> podcast or not. Uh-huh. Justin asks, what's a podcast? <laughs> this is Justin. All of this. This is. Everything the light touches is a podcast. Yep. Next question. <laughs> well, I think building off of what is a podcast, yes. maybe we give our UFO origin story. Sure. Exclamation point. Absolutely. UFO origin story. It was more like an order, actually. Yeah. Thank you, Cole. Yeah, Cole. For, <laughs> for that order. Yeah. Cole said, tell it. Yeah. Now. Um, it's not a whole lot longer of an answer than the answer we gave Justin. Well, we can. There's some. There's some background to it. So I would come over to watch either Doctor Who or Orphan Black. Uh huh. And we would inevitably use about an hour of lead time before we started the episode just to talk about pop culture and not so pop culture. And we decided that um, we should record that. Didn't didn't your husband say we should? Did Kevin Did have he? anything? I feel like he like in passing one time was like you guys should just start a podcast or something he probably did that does actually sound familiar (laughs) and i was like i can absolutely help us start a podcast and then because you already had one yeah i already had one and um continue to have one yep ask me about that uh in a secret dark alley if you want to learn about my not so legal other podcast or just listen to this week's episode of beckett to the future oh yeah sure yeah I, I i talk about it there too yeah um where the law can't find me in time Ooh, that sounds like a good movie is that the plot of time cop that might be the plot of time cop um i have no idea i haven't seen time cop <laughs> me neither um i want to though because you know time well time i want to see cop. that time cop yeah i don't know I've... if i have an interest in the actual time cop i feel like the only thing that time cop could have is not enough time travel yeah you know i feel like there's not enough time travel possible for it. Although it is a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie, so maybe. It's possible. Yeah. So um, then I was at work one day and the idea of Unabashedly Obsessed paired with abbreviating it, abbreviating it UFO for Unabashedly Fucking Obsessed mm-hmm. um, occurred to me and I texted you. Uh-huh. And then you're like, yep, that, that'll do. Yep. And then we went from there. I was like, that Twitter handle is indeed available. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. The, the, that, that crucial logistic uh, hump to, to, to pass is the Twitter available. Exactly. So yeah, then you, you were really into uh, zombies at mm-hmm. the time. And you had yep. just started Zombies Run. Yep. And, and The Walking Dead. binged a bunch of The Walking... I think most of The Walking Dead. I think I... I think at the time that we recorded that episode, I had gotten myself completely caught up for the start of season... Five? That sounds right. Yeah. Actually, we're forgetting the lost episode. Um, oh, that's right. Where you decide? Do you discovered that you enjoyed Nirvana? Yeah. And that, and I had something as well, but I don't remember what it was. I think it was mostly. Wait, I'm sorry. What you like Nirvana? <laughs> yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, exactly. I think it, it was just a general music episode. Was it? I feel. Yeah. I feel like I had something like it was like fall. Maybe I feel like it, I didn't. I didn't have a firm grasp on on what I wanted my contribution to the podcast to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I guess the last real lock into place was uh, your your Facebook group naming. Yeah. Unabashedly obsessed with unabashedly obsessed was really where I'm still really damn proud of it's, that. It's it's among the best namings that have ever happened. Yeah. Sometimes something just pops into my head and works amazingly well. Yeah. And then other times I sit there and agonize over it for a days and absolutely nothing comes to me. Yep. And it's, yeah, exactly. And that was one of the times when it worked. Yeah. 
So that that is the UFO origin story. It is. Um, just to address part of uh, Liz's question. Yes. Um, we don't hate aliens. Yeah, we have nothing against aliens or UFOs. They're just not welcome here. We just right. We don't. <laughs> we. I think one of the things I said was we'll never talk about UFOs, or maybe you said that. Like never discussing UFOs, even though our Twitter handle is UFO Pod. Yeah. The the no sign around the UFO is to show that the UFO in our Twitter handle does yeah. not stand for unidentified flying object. Right. Um, but we will get to uh, Liz's question about that. Do you want to get to it now? Yeah, why not? That seems like a pretty good segue. Yeah. I like to point out segues. I like to ride segues. I we didn't talk about that We didn't that talk before. about that. Kevin and I did an anniversary trip at one, I think it was a dating anniversary. It may have been a marriage anniversary um, to Annapolis. Yeah. We did a segue tour. Yeah. So much fun. I have heard about those. I've never done one, though. So Kevin likes to do tours of places where he learns about, like, the history and stuff. Yeah. And I hate those things because history is boring. But in a Segway history tour, yeah, he listened to what the... Like, he stood very calmly on his Segway and listened to what the person had to say. <laughs> I did donuts. Okay. And it was amazing. I don't know if we have anyone who listens, but anyone who is thinking of what's the first thing from this podcast that I want to animate, <laughs> please, I'm begging you. I know it's episode like 54 or something. I think it's 64. 64? Oh, my 63? God. I'll check I on think that. Si- yeah. I'll check on that before I name it. Um, Please, please animate that. Just Kevin... Just sitting there, enjoying. You don't even have to animate him because he'll just be standing still. And Aaron doing donuts. I had pictured, before you said donuts, I had pictured you going sort of uh, jump scare style. Uh Like, on screen, (laughs) wee, off screen. Oh, I did plenty of that as well. On screen, wee, off screen. At one point I found a driveway that was a little bit of a hill Uh and went up and down that. (laughs) Did some donuts in that. Um, What was Liz's question? Liz's question was, it was a two-parter. Um, she said, since your podcast is clearly anti-aliens, I feel like we've discussed that. Yep. Who of you do you think would have better chances at surviving during a hostile alien attack? Not a uh, not a peaceful alien attack, but a hostile one. Hmm. Like they come in with like a like a vengeance. I feel like you would. Probably. I mean, I've been training for the zombie apocalypse for like three years. I agree. And also, you you just take up so much less space. Like, hiding would be... Even. Yeah. Like, a prob- on like a probability, like, firing random rays, yeah. I'm more likely to be hit than you. Also true. So, that's yeah. just my thoughts. That's true. Um, and who of you would be more likely to betray humanity to save themselves? Oh, also absolutely me. Yeah, I think that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't be traded. There they are, right there. See them? Humanity. <laughs> Not They're me. right there. <laughs> I, for one, welcome our insect captives. Captors? Captors. Overlords. It's a Simpsons thing. Yeah, no, I got it, and I was like, I recognize that he's making a Simpsons quote, and yeah. I recognize that it's wrong, but yeah. I don't know how to fix it. I, for one, welcome our insect overlords. That sounds right. Was it insect? Well, yeah, because it was ants escaped the um, in the space shuttle and went, oh, one okay. went in front of the camera, and he assumed right. clearly it can only be an attack by giant ants. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that you would absolutely betray humanity. Uh huh. But would it would it work out for you? That's oh, the probably question. not. No, then they'd kill me. Yeah, they'd be like, she clearly can't be trusted. Sorry, humanity. Eh. Can't I mean, what all. can you do? Aliens. Pobody's nerfed. Exactly. <laughs> um, let's Liz, do let's do Liz's. Yeah, Liz had a second question. Without looking it up, do you think Manet painted a picture of Monet, or Monet painted a picture of Manet? Now, you and I both read Mamet. Yep, we when, both had the same thought, which was Mamet wasn't a painter. <laughs> no, and so yeah, but Monet, but he wasn't alive when Monet was around, so he had to have painted Monet. Right. But she's talking about the other painter who is a contemporary of Monet named, uh, I think his name is Thomas Manet. Okay. Manet's? I've never really heard it sound so much like Manet's than when I've had discussions with you about it today. Uh Uh-huh. I can't not hear Manet's. That's why he wasn't as popular, I think. That's true. Um, My guess is that Manet painted Monet. My guess is that Mamet did not write a play about Monet. 
boy, I don't know. I think that I would could take, be, that could yeah, be wrong. Well, <laughs> <laughs> As I was saying it, I was like, nope, nope. He probably did. I'm, I'm not sure. It's called uh, Monet interrupted. Monet Lisa smile. Monet Lisa smile. Monet Lisa smile, starring Julia Roberts. A and, portrait and of Kirsten Monet. Dunst. And there was a dude in it that. Oh, the guy I just saw in SVU was also in that. Oh. And it was either Jennifer Goodwin or Maggie Gyllenhaal. I get them confused. Ooh, I think... Like, I can tell them apart when I'm looking at yeah. them. But when I'm just trying to remember which short-haired, like, short-dark-haired... Short, kind of weird-faced, but still cute uh-huh. girl. I think it was I think Gyllenhaal. It was, I was just going to say, I think it was Jennifer Goodwin. Uh, Maggie... Jennifer Goodwin. Maggie Gyllenhaal. Gen- Jennifer Hall. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. It was one of them. We're not looking that up either. So do you have a guess on Manny versus Monet? I'm going to go with the same thing you did okay. because you know more about it than I do. I think I'm going to go. Should we Google it right now? Yeah, let's Google it so we can have the answer on the air. Okay. Liz, we, did, we didn't look this up before. So if yeah, I happen clearly. to be super right, then that's just my own, you know, just my own goodness. It's just my own painting knowledge. So we took a brief break to Google. Yes. James discovered... Both Jennifer Goodwin and Maggie Gyllenhaal are in Mona Lisa Smile. So we win. We win. Um, also, and Julia Stiles was in that. Was Kirsten Dunst in it? Yep. Okay. I suddenly was like, wait, was it Ju- Julia Stiles and not Kirsten Dunst? Two Julias. Uh-huh. A Gyllenhaal and a Jennifer. And, and also Kirsten, and Kirsten Dunst. Dunst. Right. <laughs> um, is it Kirsten or Kirsten? Uh, Kirsten Dunst. Career Dunst. Right. Okay, good. Um, and you were also right that Edward right. Manet. He went by Thomas when he was trying to pick up chicks. But like like baby chickens. Uh-huh. Which he ate. Welp. <laughs> um, he painted Monet in his studio boat. He, wait, I didn't hear you say boat. Uh-huh. That's awesome. Can I see a picture? Yep. That is a dude painting in a boat. Yep. Yeah. So, so they were both impressionist painters. I know very little about impressionism. I played Monet. No, you played Degas. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> this whole conversation, I've been thinking about the time that you played Degas. They both are French with the last letter not being said. Same thing. Well... <laughs> Was what was Degas' first name? Looking, I feel up. like it was. Was it Thomas? No, I think it was like Edmund or Edward or something. Elliot was Elliot. It was, it was not Elliot. It was Edgar. I was close. Dare Edgar Degas. Dare Edgar Degas. Hi, Dare Edgar. Hi, Dare Edgar. No way. <laughs> no. <laughs> Dare Edgar was the. I. It was his German name. His German, like in from, German class, he picked Edgar, and yeah. then. Added on his own, like insisted that he add dare to it. He was a big like he he drew he had, he was one of those guys. He was an art, artistic guy. And yeah, he had black like felt tip pens, like mm-hmm. those really nice pens. And he would yeah. draw all over his papers. And one of the things he would always draw is his name, Dare Edgar. Yeah, he called me James Carl. Yes, with he did a, with a K. Yeah, which is not how you spell nope. Carl. But in my mind, it is how you spell Carl, <laughs> which is also. I didn't know your middle name until he started doing that. Yeah. So, um, um, I am awesome at art. You I think sure that's just are. Clear. Why don't you pick the next question? All right. How about you talk about uh, smut? Yeah. So, Leon. Hi, Leon. <laughs> hi, Leon. <laughs> um, hi to anybody else that we have answered a question from and haven't yet said hi. I think we said hi to everybody. Yeah. Cole, okay. Liz, and Justin. Yeah. I wasn't sure if we specifically said hi to yeah. them. Yeah. At any rate, hi, Leon. Hi, Leon. Leon asked, why does Aaron like pornographic novels? Tell me if this is answered. I will download that episode ASAP. I, under, I, I, I took that to mean that even though he downloads and listens to all of our episodes. He will make sure that he gets that one immediately. Right. Right. So Leon is one of the co-hosts of Yagaday, which you all have heard us speak of before and have actually heard a promo of theirs. Yes. So you've heard Leon. Yes. Um... And recently, he and his co-host, Tim, have started doing, like, these mini challenges on air. Yeah. And they, because I guess they're not smart, 
They in, they opened it up to listeners to also send in challenges, or maybe Allie just decided to send in her own, and then they were like, "Oh, Allie sent us one," and I was like, "Well, I'm doing one too." Yeah, go, go Allie. Hi, Allie. Actually, hi, Allie. I don't actually know how that went down. I just remember Allie sent one, and I was like, "Oh man, have I got a good one?" My original plan was to send them two smutty, smutty passages from smutty, smutty books. Right. But then James pointed out it would be funnier if I sent them one very smutty passage and one children's book. Yes. So I sent them labeled one and two and told them they could, whoever, like, I didn't care who read which one and I didn't care in which order. Have you listened to the episode? (laughs) Not yet. Okay. Do you want me to not spoil? Uh, No, I know who who read what. So... I think it was the best way it could possibly have yes. gone down. So the way it so worked speak. out is that Tim chose to go first, and he read, but not the Hippopotamus by Sandra Boynton. <laughs> and then Leon opened up a passage from Backstage Pass by Olivia Cunning. Which we've we've actually talked about before on this show. Uh-huh. It was not one of the smuttiest, but there was some humor to it. Okay. Um... Such as the very last line of the passage I chose to send, which is, he's eating, don't bother him. I see. Okay. He was eating. Okay. Yep. Welp. I also learned that uh, Tim and Leon do have some words that they will not say on air. <laughs> really? They will not say the C word. Oh, couch? Uh, yeah. I don't know what, what they have against couches. Is it like an Australian like Davenport sort of situation? Yeah, they, they hate the word couch weird huh well, yeah it's you learn weird. something new every day every time they have to say couch they just say see you next tuesday i don't understand it so i made leon read extremely pornographic material on air on his publicly broadcast podcast that i believe his parents listened to nice i did i mean i gave him ample warning yes i mean when I said I was sending it, I was like, I mean, I would read it on my show, but my parents don't listen to my show. I mean, that's pretty clear. Yeah. yeah. They thought I was going to send them bad fan fiction. Which I'm sure is should be in the mail at this point. I mean, well, they can just go to Archive of Our Own and... There you go. Look up literally anything in there. Like, pick a fandom. Yeah. And there will be some bad fan fiction in there for them. And Most some good of it's smutty. Fi- and some good fan fiction. My handle on there is AirbenNerdGirl5. Yes. That's E-R-B-I-N. Uh-huh. Nerd Girl 5. Yes. It's not smutty. Yet. Okay. There's potential for it to get there. Uh, Sam Muddy? Uh, maybe. All right. Um, but yeah, so Leon asked why I like pornographic novels, and no. there, there is a little bit of a story here. Okay. Would you like to ask whatever you were well, about like, to ask? No. Is it pornographic? I mean, like, what is... I know that, like, I'll know it when I see it, but, like... I think, I mean, I don't know if pornogra- if for it to be considered pornographic, if it has to be visual. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I read real smutty books. Yeah. But. With, with words like couch. Uh-huh. Yeah. Exactly yeah. like couch. I mean, backstage pass. Backstage means butts, guys. No, yeah. Like, I, <laughs> I know I, you know, but I, the listeners might I remember know. when I made a joke, like, oh, backstage, right? And you're like, yep. And I'm like. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, the the mm-hmm. guys in the book are in a band. They're in a rock band, right? So, it's a double meaning. It sure is a double something. <laughs> well, Leon, I haven't sent you the last scene of the book yet. Um, but no, my my love of ro- I mean, this kind of spun out of a love of romance novels, right? Um, which I found the very first one I ever bought and read. Yeah, the unicorn one. No, it was a. It was supposed to be a That's retelling of. Um, no, that was dragons. Choose your own adventure was dragons. Oh, Curse of the Rainbow Dragons. Huh. Um, okay. The Silver Rose huh. by Jane Feather was the first romance novel I ever read. I bought it bec- at a library book sale for twenty five cents because it it said that it was a it was like a reimagined Beauty and the Beast. And we all know that I do love reimagined fairy tales. Yes. I was maybe 11. Uh-huh. I was not prepared for what I was reading. <laughs> but I read a bunch more romance novels after that. I see. I see. And, uh, yeah. I actually, I couldn't remember the name of the book. And so I there's, I think it's Smart Bitches Trashy Books. Uh-huh. 
has I think it I think it's that um, website has like a help me figure out what this is what book this was thing yeah. on the forum, and I submitted the question and somebody helped me figure it out and I there's a copy of it over on my bookshelf I bought it on Amazon because I don't know what happened to my original copy it got lost at some point yeah but yeah um, in like it you know it went from that being that was like a you know historical ish. It was like a costume yeah. romance where it's historical only because they describe the clothes, which are not modern. Right. Um, like Beauty and the Beast. Exactly. Um, and then I started reading some contemporary ones in college. And then after college, Twitter kind of turned me on to The Real Spot. Right. Backstage Pass being the first one. Oh, it was the first one? That okay. was the first one I read that was like, whoa. Well, okay. Yeah. Well, this is not a romance novel. Yeah. This is a novel about fucking. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. And now anybody who's friends with me on Goodreads. Knows all about how much I enjoy those books. Yes, it was certainly... If anybody wants recommendations, hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> um, meanwhile, so that was when you were like 11 or 12? Yeah. Meanwhile, I, um, right around that time, maybe even a little bit older, um, my first foray into, oh my gosh, they're writing about this, was a Star Trek novel. Okay. Where literally the thing that happened was Dr. McCoy... Mm-hmm. Who was younger at the time? It was a flashback. Okay. Uh, he unbuttoned a girl's shirt and put his hands like around her waist. Okay. That was it. Medically? Nope. Okay. Like making out tingly. Oh, okay. Um, but I hid that book and like in petrified horror of my mom discovering. Oh yeah, my copy of The Silver Rose lived under my mattress. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was like, my mother can't know I'm reading this. Yeah, but the most tame, mm-hmm. nerdy yep. thing I can I I could possibly have been worried yep. about. I sort yeah. of I more made my own writing about smut. Stuff. Did you know? Uh huh. You want to talk about that? Um, let's just say that I that when I was in early high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely wrote. Uh, I alluded to, to this on Mark's ep- on Mark's second episode. Mm-hmm. I definitely wrote uh, smutty fan fiction uh-huh. about my own life. Okay, where I, the not experienced at all in any way, not having kissed a girl at all, mm-hmm. teenage boy, um, was experienced. Was and- experienced with. With uh, each story was about a different uh, person, woman that lived in, in in my neighborhood. James's uh, user tag on <laughs> Archive of Our Own is uh, forthcoming. <laughs> okay, would that be with the number four? <laughs> that is an excellent username. I feel like yeah, um, especially if you're writing smutty stuff. Yeah, for real. Little double meaning in there as well. Yeah, exactly. Uh huh. Um. Yeah. I. Um. And then. Yeah. Okay. So I don't. Do you think, still have any of that? I don't think so. That is. I mean, other than and unfortunate. Well, yeah. Other than right here, I yeah. remember it. Pretty detailed. Yeah. Um. I also drew a picture one time. So let's oh, move on. Okay. Um. So we've got a couple. My mom did find that. Hi, mom. Um. <laughs> Whoops. Yep. <laughs> But that was not at all awkward. You know, sometimes, and I don't want to get too blue here, but sometimes the fact that we were, um, like, early teenagers right before the internet was, mm-hmm. like, a big prevalent thing was a real a real cross to bear. Like, because you couldn't, you had to actually have paper copies of things lying around. Yeah, or yeah. make your own, you know, if, you, if, if, that, if it came to that. Yeah. As opposed to just, like... I mean, I suppose it, it bolstered creativity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey, all writing is writing. That's, yeah. All right, let's move on to the next question. Yeah. Uh, while we're talking about high school, do we want to answer Mark's question? Sure. Yes. Hi, Mark. Hi, Mark. Um, Mark asks, what was your very first interaction like? Or, if that's too obscure to remember, how about your very first extended conversation? Weirdly, I think that... The very first extended conversation is more obscure. Yeah, because I don't remember that. I don't remember that. I feel like... It was probably about drama? Well, I think what happened... Okay, so... Or there's the Matchbox 20 thing. There's the Matchbox 20 thing. I feel like we'd started talking in homeroom, though. 
Probably, yeah. Um, all right, but let's 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 rewind it back. I moved to our town in seventh grade, and the fir- and uh, seventh grade English class, sixth period. Miss Willoughby, hi, Miss Willoughby. Hi, Miss Willoughby. I hope you're still alive. Um, that was morbid. Well, <laughs> she she was older. She was older, and that was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, Aaron was in my Ms. class. Miss Willoughby, join our Facebook group. Yeah. Well. Hey, Miss Willoughby, if you're still alive, please join our Facebook fair, group. <laughs> fair point. Fair point. Um, and Aaron was in that class. Yes. Um, One of three Andersons in that class. Was Todd in our class? Yeah. I know Todd was in my my my, his, my social studies class. I in the know he was in my seventh grade English class. Weird. Yeah. I don't remember him there. But I was sort of awash in new girls. Yeah. So I may not have noticed some guy. And I was aware of two people having the same last name as me which right. i mean it's anderson yeah it's not an uncommon last name uh, a fact i didn't know until i was engaged to be married that it was such a common name uh-huh. despite the fact that there were three people <laughs> with with that last, last name in our you know in our Seventh grade great english right. class yeah i still i was like oh what a weird coincidence oh <laughs> Yeah. The so, first interaction I remember is you sitting behind me in ninth grade English class. Yep. What's up, Miss Thompson? There was Hi Miss Thompson. There was not enough space between the chairs for I mean, really anybody's legs, but yeah. especially yours because you are very tall. Yes. And you kicked my chair a lot. Mm-hmm. And it pissed me off. As it should have. As it would have pissed me off. It just like looking back on it, I now recognize that it wasn't your fault. At the time, I think I thought you were doing it deliberately. And and I and once we talked about it later, yeah. we established you were not doing it deliberately, and I felt bad about being a bitch about it. I didn't start doing things deliberately until at least the end of ninth grade. Yeah, I know. Like, anything. Yeah, oh, I know. <laughs> I know. Like, not, not, not even, like, flirting or anything, but, like, anything with a purpose that wasn't just, I'm existing in this world. Yeah. Um, so I was friends with a guy named Chris Kirk. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was in our drama class in ninth grade. This is correct. And he had a crush on you. Yeah. Um, or, well, I don't know if or it was like thought a, he did or found you cute. And Something, so, yeah. Chris's strategy was, let me send my friend James, who I guess is harmless. I don't know. Perhaps. Or more willing to do whatever. He said, James. Go make friends with Erin and get her number for me. And I did exactly one half of that instruction. Well, you did like two thirds of it. You made friends with me and you got my number. Yeah. Yeah. And then I just. So that we could continue the friendship. And I dropped Chris Kirk like. like As right well away. you should have. He, I mean, like, he was fine, but like. And I still feel this way. And I found out my dad feels this way too. Boys my own age, it's a real hit or miss. Yeah, like it, it's a it's a it's a once in a in in a, a, a blue moon that I connect with a guy my age. Yeah. Whereas girls my age, yeah. I, I connect with all over I'm, the place. I'm the reverse. Yeah. I tend to get along with guys much better. Yeah. Um, I feel like we all have those people who served a very like they were in our lives for a very specific reason. Yep. They served a very specific purpose. Yep. And then once that purpose was filled they no longer needed to be in our lives chris kirk showed me horror movies mm-hmm. Ho- i'm sorry i'm gonna hit take that one more time horror movies uh-huh um I not didn't... the movie not the movies uh that i am reading the novelizations of right uh, <laughs> right um and he encouraged me to participate slash take drama class he was crucial in my and life because of him we are friends yep I feel like that would have happened anyway, eventually. I don't know that I would have taken drama. No, I know. But, like, if we like were in him, home room sen- together him sending stuff. you to talk to me, yeah. we, I mean, yeah. even if he hadn't done that, we would have still become friends. It just probably would have taken longer. Yeah. And then, well, then we were in forensics. Yeah. The first time we really started hanging out was, and this is, and this is, has been my, my sort of ever since then experience with you. Mm-hmm. We did forensics where, not, and, and just to, for people who don't know, forensics is like, speaking it's like dramatic interpretation is one of them and like yeah it's like giving a monologue or doing a scene yeah but 
Yeah. Like the scenes, you're standing like back to back and not looking at each right. other and reacting to what the other person is saying, but you're not acting it out. You're just standing there. It's it's a lot like a staged reading. Yeah. Well, there's that and then there's that and then there's like, there's also some like extemporaneous speeching. Yeah, speaking where you have a... to like research a topic. They give you like an hour to research a topic and yeah. you have to basically give a speech that you made up on the spot. Right. Huh. That terrifies me. Yeah, I've, I'm good on that yeah. forever. Um, as as a po- we weren't investigating crime scenes or anything. So um, correct. We went to a forensics competition, and then after that, when it was on a Saturday, mm-hmm. and after that was over, you and I hung out. Yeah. For whatever reason, you were my ride or something. Yeah, I think I drove us because yeah. we were going to the same place. And then we then never stopped hanging out really yeah. ever since then. Yep. And that was like ninth or tenth grade. To this day. Yeah. Um it eleventh. Was it eleventh grade? Grade. Because Mrs. Dye was our coach. We did two years or we one? did two years because Mrs. Dye was our coach. Yeah. And I did Dance Macabre at her suggestion right. junior year and then senior year I did a tree grows in Brooklyn. Yeah. Just a passage from it, not the whole book. That would have taken forever. Did Ryan and I and I do it? Yes, we did you because and Ryan we came did in it twice. Last and uh-huh. second to last. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um yeah. Um yeah, and so then and so that was really when we like forged I mean like we yeah. had homeroom together and all this stuff but like yeah. we really forged the friendship I think when we started hanging out then. Yeah. And I keep I keep am like I'm keeping like oh, I hope she'll still hang out with me even though I know we have like 20 years or whatever. I'm still like really thankful that you still hang out. With me. So let's um let's let's do this. Um let's we got I think we have a couple uh pretty easy ones here. Yes. Um when asked us do Aaron and James like Tron? I've seen the old movie one time. I don't know what it is. It's basically dude can jump into a computer. Okay. Um and then it has like light bikes that's sort of like is the same thing as Snake, like where like if you cut off another person, they crash into your light and they Is it die. the same as Voltron? No. Okay. Tron is basically My husband would be shaking his head yeah. in dismay at me right now. Tron is was basically at the at the dawn of, of computers. Okay. And like dude could transport himself into a computer. And okay. then they remade it recently. And the only thing I knew about the remake is that Daft Punk did the soundtrack. No. Okay. So I've seen the movie one time, I think. Okay. Jeff Bridges was in it. Oh. That's not Jeff Daniels. No. So, you know. Right. It's irrelevant to everything. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, and then also, do we like Avatar The Last Airbender? I have not seen. Nor have I. Um, though, Travis's uh, show that he does with his wife, The Kind Rewind, just finished reading the first book or watching. I don't know if it's an anime, so they call the first season a book or something. Okay. They just finished watching something related to Avatar The Last Airbender. Okay. And I am on board with that show enough that I'm going to not skip those. So soon okay. I will know more. Okay. It Let seems me know a, if it's something that I should delve into. I will. It seems like anime Captain Planet, like right. elements related stuff. So I'm sort of interested. I could be totally off, though, because that's me just guessing. I like Captain Planet. I mean, who doesn't? Paulette asked, hi, Paulette, asked, did people in college used to think you dated because you're such good friends? We went to different colleges. We went to different colleges, and we weren't in a lot of contact during college. We really weren't. I mean, I remember... Like, we IM'd sometimes. Yeah. You remember instant me- AOL Instant Messenger? Oh, God. The, my lifeblood. Yeah. Um... We I am occasionally yeah. and, and some. Um, I remember specifically you sent me a card one time that was just like, "Hey, friends send each other cards sometimes." Here it is. Yep. I was like, "Aw," and I went to visit you one time at your second college that you moved to. Yeah, sophomore year in the dorm at Tech. Yeah. Um, and I went, I met you in Harrisonburg to see Elf right. with Brandon. Uh-huh. That didn't go well yeah but that was oh brandon thought that <laughs> yeah yeah my boyfriend thought that we had something illicit on the side um but yeah no i think even if we had gone to the same college i don't think that anybody besides my boyfriend would have thought that right. we <laughs> were dating yeah it's it's i think also having the same last name people thought we were siblings right a lot and yeah and also based on most of our actions yeah most of our actions most of high our school actions. was a little rocky for well, that's me, because you had a crush on all the girls. I had a crush on all the girls. I had a crush on 
some girls more than others. Well, yeah, but you had a crush on all the girls. Like a girl I and dated. And I had a crush on didn't... like a single boy right. throughout all of college. I mean. <laughs> High school. And right, college. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. So it was. High school was in some ways tough. But there was never anything that anyone would be like, hey, you guys, whatever. Like, yeah, it was mostly a very sibling like relationship. Yeah, I agree. Let's do Chad's first one. He said, hi, Chad. Hi, Chad. He said, if you were going to start something on Kickstarter other than your podcast. Now, we don't have anything on Kickstarter right now. Correct. Um, He said, what would you kickstart? I've done. I've supported many Kickstarter things. Um, but what would we do as a project for Kickstarter? Let's answer this individually. How to make friends and resurrect your pets. Oh, okay. Fine. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Now, okay, now he might take that as related to the podcast. Would you do a Kickstarter for some sort of publishing thing? Um, yeah. I don't really know how Kickstarter works. It's basically... I mean, like, I understand yeah. how it works, but, like, I've never actually thought to myself... What would I kickstart? Yeah. So I don't think I have an answer to this question that I can come up with in a reasonable amount of time. Yeah. I think I would I would do something perhaps related to making my illegal podcast more legal with licensing okay. situations. Sure. Um I'd like to publish um I'm you know, if we're if we're de- dipping into the well of, of stuff we've generated on the show, I'd love to do a cool um choose your adventure with yeah. full art. Yeah, situation. That would be cool. Um, I've been thinking about how how hard or easy it would be to publish that um, for the future. Like, yeah. not without. I don't. I don't necessarily have art background or anything. Right. But just as a as a book. Um, I can I can ask Mika. I think she self published something so sweet. Okay. So, which anybody who's friends with me on Facebook has seen me yeah post about it but my friend mika wrote a book and it's out now it's called something so sweet by mika usher and it's i was one of her beta readers so i've read it in many iterations and it's so good so in a way you kind of helped write it i mean kind of yeah you're like a co-author yeah basically yeah you're like you're like a ghostwriter yeah I'm chilly. Hi, Mika. <laughs> Hi, Mika. um so yeah i think that i would probably do something because kickstarter is hard i think i wouldn't go with kickstarter because yeah. Kickstarter is an all or nothing sort of situation, yeah. And I don't. I, I it, there's a whole bunch of like overvaluing slash undervaluing, yeah, stuff going on that I wouldn't be good at. All right, you pick one. Um, let's do Chad's next question. Okay. If you had to replace the other co-host for a month, who would you replace them with, and what should I bring with me for that month? I could bring Chad in as a co-host for a month. Okay. But if we're going to not give him the the, the satisfaction, um. I would like to bring in Lucy. Oh, good answer. Yeah. Oh, that is a good answer. Yeah. I told you that you would be totally on board with me replacing you with Lucy. And you could replace me with Lucy. I feel like either way that would work out just fine. I think I was going to say Lisa. And when you said Lucy, I was like, my brain did a weird like, did she? Did she say that right? Did she say? It's the same sounds, but scrambled. Yeah. Yeah. But Lucy. Hi, Lucy. Hi, Lucy. Yeah. Lucy's a great answer. Yeah. The answer is Lucy. Yep. Great. You you like, I think I know what your answer is. And I was like, no, you don't. I didn't even know what the answer is. But you I did. Knew, I knew what your answer was. Turns out you did. Um, yep. Let's do Jamie's. Okay. Uh, Jamie. Uh, hi, Jamie. Hi, Jamie. Um, new patron, Jamie. New patron, Jamie. Um, he says, any- I don't know why I'm just repeating everything you say. Uh, um, he said, any nonfiction or non-media unabashed obsessions. Um, my first thought is, I actually do find like old history stuff kind of interesting. I know that that might be just like my middle-aged white dude showing. (laughs) Um, But I think that my thing with time travel is because I like to imagine what it would be like to live in the past. Interesting. Um, I'm very into uh, early 20th century. Okay. Like before uh, World War II. Mm -hmm. Um, I follow a subreddit called 100 Years Ago, which Mm -hmm. is like, like today, the postings would be about stuff that happened on June twenty fourth, okay, nineteen seventeen. Yeah. Sure. Um, I also there's a podcast that was recommended to me by our friend April. Hi, Hi April. April uh, called Presidential that the Washington Post put out last year, where every week they did a, a new president up leading up until the yeah, yeah, election. Yeah. I decided in the most James way possible to only listen to the nineteenth century episodes. 
Okay. Because I felt like I don't know enough about the 19th century presidents, and I've been learning quite a lot. Good. Yeah. It turns out uh, only George Washington is an 18th century president. Oh. Yeah. John Adams is like 1803 or something. So like... Okay. Yeah. Anyways. So cool. I think like history actually does is pretty interesting to me um, in like a non-fiction sort of way. I don't think I have a... Currently a non-media obsession. Puppies? Yeah, I, I mean, I do really love puppies and yeah. kittens. Yeah, I feel like... I'm a, I am obsessed with my dog. Yeah. But he's on this podcast, so it's media. <laughs> well, hold on one second. He's on this podcast. He, oh, I wasn't denying that. <laughs> this podcast is media. <laughs> That's true. Ergo... Dang it. Logic is flawless. <laughs> my, my obsession with puppies <laughs> is indeed an obsession with media. I really like to cook. Okay. I don't get to do yeah. it very often, but I really like it. Yeah. I like finding new recipes and trying new things. Yeah. Um, soup? Soup. I make a kick-ass chicken noodle soup. I like to make soups in general. Yeah. Like, out of all cooking things, soup is probably the thing I'm the most obsessed with making. Um, Andy said... Hi, Andy. Hi, Andy. Um, Andy said, if you could write for any TV show in existence... What would it be, and what in brief would the plot be? Are we talking like a single episode? Yeah. Well, I mean, we have started working on a spec script for Doctor Who. Okay, that's fair. So That's really hard. Well, no, he said, if you could, what would it be, and oh, what would yeah. the plot... I mean, oh, yeah. we've already done it. Yeah, that's true. The fir- it's called The First Angel, and it's about the origin story of... The, the, Weeping, the Angels. Weeping Angels. And we, sto- we stopped writing it. Because I didn't know the Twelfth Doctor very well. Well, neither of us did. Yeah. Um, and I was working on dialogue, and I got to where he came in, and he came in, and he was like, it's time to go. Yep. And I didn't know what he would say after that, so yeah. I stopped. <laughs> and but I my drew Clara a was spot on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. It definitely was. I'm, I have learned I'm very good at writing characters that other people have created. Yeah. Like, once the character is pretty well established, like, I feel like I've done pretty well with my fan fiction stuff, staying in character yeah. for the other characters. Yeah. So that see, apparently writing for an existing TV show is a thing that I might actually not be too bad at. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I think I was I was also gonna, I was going to say uh, Simpsons for me maybe. Yeah, you could write a Simpsons episode. Um, and I guess I I hadn't realized I hadn't thought about the fact that it could be any TV show ever. That's true. Because I would also like to have written for Friends. Yeah. Um, I feel like I, I you and I could write a decent Friends script. I think that's true. I could write something like Pretty Little Liars, something that's just like absolutely just stupid garbage, but delightful at the same time. Yeah. One of those types of shows. Yeah. God, I love Pretty Little Liars. I'm not caught up. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. I need to watch Riverdale, too. I keep hearing good things about that. I can't get past. I, 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 I'm not a big teen drama person. Oh, I am. But I can't get past Archie. And see, I have I know absolutely nothing about the comics. I know just enough for it to be weird. Okay, fair. <laughs> like fair. I've, I've read I've read maybe an Archie comic in my life, but okay. like it's too. I'm like I love it because it's so what? Yeah. And I really I'm really hoping that they loop in like Josie and the Pussycats and Sabrina yeah. and all the other properties. Oh, I forgot those are all interconnected. Yeah. Well, I will start watching Riverdale and I will report back. Perfect. Um, all right, so Paulette's second question. Hi, Paulette. Hi, Paulette. Um, is what would be the dream job for each of you? This. This full-time? Yeah. That, that's, Pay, paid all the dollars? Yep. Yep. Paid professional. Well, we're, we are professional podcasters now. Yeah. Um, thanks to people like Paulette. Yeah. Um, but uh, doing this and not having to do another job. Yeah. And paying and like getting to tour and getting like... Basically, the McElroy's life uh-huh. is pretty much it. Minus all of the weird Facebook shit. Right. There's been some shit that's gone down on Facebook that I would prefer not to have in my podcasting. Like, I mean, we're talking dream job. Yeah. So in my dreams, nobody gives me any shit. Yeah. And um, shout out to the Facebook group because you guys are killing yeah. it so far. You guys are amazing. Yeah. Um, I would also like to be a novelist. I would like to be published. I would like to have a published book, yeah. too. Yeah. I don't think it's necessarily anything that I will ever end up doing, because I don't know that I am necessarily committed enough. Sure. Um, but I would I would like to. 
I would, I would, I would like to write for. Uh, I would like to write sitcoms. I'd also like to. I think I'd like to try my hands at hand at advertising. Okay, I you'd think be I would, good at at advertising. I think I'd be I, terrible at advertising. I, I, I think I might be good at it too. You'd be really good at it. And then I would also like to have a radio show. Okay, like, I'd like to do my countdown show. Like on the radio. On the radio. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I would even take over American Top Forty, from okay. from from uh, Ryan Seacrest. Cool. So that would be those would be dream jobs too. I'd actually having Ryan Seacrest's like or Chris Hardwick's like. I just do whatever's cool. I just get paid to do whatever I think is yeah. cool. That'd be that'd be that'd be decent. I host this now. <laughs> yeah, here I am hosting this. Um, I I have to imagine there's a speed habit involved that yeah I'm not down with, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you know. Um, and then Paulette had one final question. You How want a did final you get... Paulette? Huh? <laughs> final Paulette? You want a final Paulette? Is that like a final Yahoo? Yeah. Only, you know, we, better? We ask it and then we just Don't sign yet. off. Oh, that would be horrible. <laughs> this is the one I feel like she actually wants an answer to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she says, how did you guys meet and fall in love with your significant other? Um, let me just say, when I read this, when my, when my eyes skimmed over it, mm-hmm. I definitely kept reading, how did you guys meet... And fall in love with each other. Oh. I was like, what? Paulette, do you listen to the show? No. Oh, okay. I see. Oh, no. I got it wrong. <laughs> um, okay. Do you want to go first? Yeah. Mine's, I mean, fairly easy. Um, my sophomore year of college, I got cast in a student production of Rebel Without a Cause that Kevin was technical director for. And the director, who is my still friend, Mike. Hi, Mike. Hi, Mike. Um, took us around like while like during hell week while the scenery was being built and like introduced us to all the main crew people and so i met kevin and i said hi and he said hi and then i think he probably like asked me to move out of his way or something because when kevin gets into technical director mode yeah that sounds right that's what he does he was dating a girl named caitlin i was with brandon um so hi caitlin hi brandon hi caitlin and brandon weird big fans but (laughs) huge huge fans but yeah, so that was technically how we met. Um, we didn't get together until after college. Right. I went back down to tech to see a production that a different ex-boyfriend in the same group uh, was directing. Mm-hmm. And Kevin had also gone down to see that show because he had a bunch of friends who were still in the group. And we ran into each other. And I think his friend Mark was like trying to hit on me. And I didn't understand that that's what Mark was doing because mm-hmm. he was being so awkward about it. Yeah. And also, I was like, who are you? Right. And so Kevin rescued me nice. <laughs> by stepping in and being like, all right, I recognize this gr- that this girl is weirded out by whatever Mark is doing. Right. So I will go talk to her. Yeah. Um, and he asked if I was doing any shows at the time. And I said no. And he said, well, you know, I'm with a community theater group. We're doing Noises Off. You should come audition. And you were like, Noises Off? Pretty much. And then there's actually a picture from... The cast party for that show that we went to that night. Yeah. That ha- it's like a picture I took of Vanessa and Kevin's in the background doing like thumbs the, up happy picture the, Kevin, the Kevin face, yep. but for a different picture. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And we found it ages later. We also, he had a picture on his wall for a very long time from the one party I ever went to when I was in Rebel. Nice. We like, I think we went to Mike's apartment to watch football and it was like the whole group and they decided to take a picture and jesse who had brought me to the party was like aaron get in the picture so kevin had a picture of me on his wall for ages like years and was always just kind of like i wonder who that girl in the pink sweater is i don't know her (laughs) i was like a stranger in this picture it's his bride yeah right that's amazing Um, but yeah so when we came back up to uh when i came back up home i auditioned for noises off and i got cast and the rest is history. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. What is your story? Mine is um, a very James story. So I uh, was okay, I was dating a girl. This my sophomore year of of college. I was dating a girl named Jenna, and um, then she was a senior, and she graduated. So we right. broke up, um, and that was really really tough. Meanwhile. Um, my friend Rachel lived in the same dorm as my other friend who I had a crush on and was a fellow chemistry major. Uh, her name was Tony. Okay. So I would go visit Rachel 
Mm-hmm. And then go three, three more doors down and go visit Tony. Right. And Tony's roommate was Kristen. Okay. Tony wasn't interested or cognizant of <laughs> anything other than getting good grades. Okay. <laughs> like, it wasn't that she was like, ooh, no, what? Gross. Not that she wasn't like that, but she was sort of like, huh? Right. Huh is actually was actually a good uh, Tony's social life <laughs> summary. summary. Um, so one night I was sort of having a tough time with um, with Jenna and she was doing this like, oh, I'll call you at whatever. And then she wouldn't call me. Yeah. Bullshit like that. Um, and then so then Kristen was on online dealing with her on AOL Instant Messenger. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was dealing with her own ex-boyfriend coming back into picture stuff. Yeah. So we sort of talked about that. And so she helped me deal with um, Jenna stuff. And then she came down and visited. And so, and we kind of made out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then we sort of still talked throughout the summer. And then basically when junior started, um, I went and visited another girl and brought her back to college with me because of some other stuff. Okay. And then sent, she went... Like well, gave her a ride back to college? Uh, I, I, she was visiting... Or like you're coming to college with me now. She was... <laughs> you go to my school now. She was... Uh, no, yeah. She she went to uh, UC Boulder. Okay. And she was visiting friends at Bryn Mawr in Pennsylvania. Okay. And then the plan was then I would go up and get her in Pennsylvania and then she would fly out of national like the next day. Okay. But also, maybe we'd kiss a little. Okay. Um, so I told Kristen that, and she was like, yeah, sure, no problem, whatever, we're not dating, whatever, it's fine. It wasn't fine, <laughs> but, like, I was at the place where I was like, wait, you're both, like, you both know about each other, and you're both okay with me sort of seeing how I am with either of you, and this is all fine? Right. This doesn't make sense. Now James is like, you're an idiot, right. past James. If it doesn't make sense, maybe just take a second stop and think why it doesn't make sense. Right. But, um, so then I was on a toll road in Pennsylvania with no money. Okay. Because I didn't carry cash then and I don't carry cash now. Right. Um, and so I was freaking out because I was like, how am I going to get through this toll? And I called Kristen. Okay. And I was like, I should just, uh, what am I going to do? Whatever. What I should have done right then is turn around. Yeah. Because I called her in a moment of a panic. Right. Whatever. Um, I didn't, and it caused our first fight and this whole thing. But yeah. eventually, then we started dating. And we dated for a bit. Then we were engaged for a long bit. And then we got married. Yeah. And it was, and we we bonded over friends. And we bonded over, like, I spent a lot. I spent most of my time junior and senior year at her apartment. Okay. Um. Yeah. And it was it was just sort of a, like... We spent so much time together and had so much in common, had common interests and common senses of humor. And just, it was just sort of like, one day I was like, oh, wait, all I can think about is her. Got it. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was sort of not the like, you know, a shot out of the blue, but it was sort of like, like it was almost like a realization. Cause like I had been, I told her, I don't want to date. I don't want to get into something so quickly. Right. I got into something really quickly with Jenna, and that really sucked. Yeah. I don't want to still be pining after her, dating you, all this stuff. And then one day I was like, oh, no, we have to date now. Yeah. It was sort of, yeah, it was like things added up, and then they've continued yeah. to add up. Yeah. There, I think the, the moment that Kevin and I kind of got together, he invited me to a party. It was during Noises Off. I had just gotten cast. He invited me to a party at his apartment. Yeah. It was like a wine tasting party. Yeah. Um, like everybody was supposed to bring a bottle of wine, but none of us knew anything about wine. So it was literally go to the grocery store and pick something $10 or less. Right. Um, all the wine was terrible. I can... I, uh, unsurprisingly. Right. Um, but it was like 2.33 in the morning and I was like, I need to go home. Yeah. So I started putting my shoes back on and all night long, people at the party had kept trying to get the two of us like alone in a room together. Uh-huh. And we kept both being like, what are you doing? You're a weirdo. So his friend Tony, as I was trying to put my shoes on, picked me up, carried me into Kevin's bathroom, put me on the sink and said, Kevin likes you. You're not leaving till you guys figure this out and kiss. 
and then left the bathroom, leaned against the door so I couldn't get out, and yelled for Kevin. Okay, a little aggressive, Tony. Tony, Tony was a little bit of a creeper. Yeah. Um, but then when Kevin came into the room, Ke- Tony was like, you need to go in the bathroom with her. And Kevin's like, what? And yeah. Tony basically shoved him in the bathroom. And we were both standing there like, okay, this is weird. And I was like, well, Tony said I can't come out till I kiss him. So I kissed him. All right. I, I did eventually go home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I, uh... and, and like, it was seriously like one of those things where it was just like, well, of course this is happening. Like from that moment, it just like. Yeah. I think that was one of the only moments of awkwardness that we ever had was like the three seconds between Tony shoving him into the bathroom and me being like, well, I guess this is how this has to end. Yeah. Yeah. I... So thank you, Tony. <laughs> yeah. Two, two people named Tony. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, my Tony was far less involved. Um, <laughs> at all. Um, huh? <laughs> uh-huh. Um, I was hanging out with Kristen a lot and one time... I was like, all right. I was like, I want to kiss her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but I don't want it to be like a kiss with a meaning behind it because I don't <laughs> want to date. Uh, dating my first girlfriend for that month in mm-hmm. high school. Hi, Dane. S- hi, Dane. <laughs> screwed me up. Yeah. In way more than a month's worth of whatever. Yeah. A month and a day because I'm a gentleman. Right. Lame. Um. And I was so I told her I wanted to give her a kiss. I wanted to give her a present as a friend. Okay. And I kissed her. And I think she <laughs> she has continued to make fun of me for that ever since. As well she as well should. she should because that's super super lame. Yes, it is. <laughs> so, um, I was trying to claw not get into a relationship, but right. it was an inevitability. Yeah. So, as it sometimes is. I don't know if though if mine particularly counts as a love story, more so as like a like a hunting and ensnarement sort of story. But uh, well, mine isn't a love story as much as it's a well. This was inevitable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not like nobody hunted or ensnared anybody, and we do certainly love each other. Yeah, but I, and, and, it just like well, and honestly, the first time I ever met Kristen, I think you brought her over to my house. To. My, like my house, my parents' house. Yeah. You brought her to my parents' house. And when you guys left, my mom was like, she's good for James. And I was like, yeah, she is, isn't she? With the first time we ever hung out was she, it was a double date to see Elf. I was yeah. dating Kristen when Brandon thought that I was going yeah. to steal his girl. Was that the first time I met her? Because you came and visited us in, in Harrisonburg. I yeah. know. I thought there yeah. was a time when she I think we came, came over to, to my parents' house. I recall going to your parents' house with her. But that was later. Maybe that was the first time I saw her. Outside of. Yeah. I don't know. One yeah. of the first few times. But yeah, my mom was like, I like her. She's good for James. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, she is. Yeah. And so, she is. She is. I just. And she was. And don't get me wrong. She was feeling the same way. Right. About like, who is this guy? I'm not going to just get into a relationship. Like, right. People kept being like, you guys should get together. You guys should start dating. And we kept being like, no. Come on. Stop saying that. We're just friends. Right. So. Which is code for, yes, we realize that we should get together, but we are delaying the inevitable. Yeah. But see, people used to say that about Lisa and I, and Lisa and I weren't, we were just friends. Yeah. <laughs> and we shouldn't have yeah. dated. So I was like, oh, it's like Lisa. Yeah, only I, no. I didn't make out with Lisa. Only, so only like, not. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. Um, social media, real yes. quick. We have a Facebook page. It is, well, we have a Facebook page. We have a Facebook group. Yes. It is unabashedly obsessed with unabashedly obsessed. It is where things like all of these questions happen. Absolutely. Um, our Facebook page is also existent. It directs you to the group. Pretty much. Let's, yeah. <laughs> Go like it. Yeah. I could, guess. You could like it, probably. Um, you can follow us on Twitter. The podcast is at UFO Podcast. Podcast? Podcast. At UFO Podcast. I said it with an E instead of an A. Oh. At UFO Podcast. You decide what the F stands for. This Tonight, week. the F stands for falafel. Falafel. Because it's delicious. My dad and stepmom and I always used to say, feel awful, have a falafel. Oh, that's yeah. cute. Yeah. And you know what? It is it is somewhat topical because I have made I have cooked falafel. Oh, dude, you can make falafel? Well, Oh. Okay. I said I've cooked falafel. I would not say that I can make falafel. My dream sandwich? I tried to make like baked falafel. Oh, uh, okay. It didn't. 
I tried it one time. It tasted fine. Yeah. I, I pureed it a little too much. Oh, I see. My dream sandwich that I want to have all the time, mm-hmm. pita hummus falafel. That's delicious. I've had it one time. I want more. Hummus and falafel, I mean, falafel is essentially just fried hummus, right? Fine with me. Okay. <laughs> just checking. Um, individually, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Unabashedly Aaron. And I'm at Unabashed James. Thank you to Jamie Shaheen for our theme song. Did you guys know there was a ladder down here? And Emily Cardamus for our logo. You can follow her at, on Twitter at Corrupted Gem. She has a new story about Max Khan that she's been working on for Max Funcon 2016 that she's been working on forever. Oh, wow. It's going to be huge, and it's going to be awesome. So follow her so you can watch her updates on that. Yes. And you can email us at unabashedlyobsessed at gmail.com if you feel the need to. Sure. Rate, review, subscribe, all oh, that yeah. stuff. Come Find us. Yeah, we, us. We, haven't asked, we haven't shilled for ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, should, you should give us a good rating if you liked us. Subscribe to our show. Tell friends. Yeah. We're friendly. Yeah. This is actually not a bad show for them to start on. It's true. It, it's there's a lot of random. origin stuff yeah. and like getting to know us sort of stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that's going to do it, though. I think so, too. You guys, this has been a, a, a wonderful episode. Thank you for not saying delightful. I almost said delightful. I know you did. I saw your <laughs> mouth starting to form the word. <laughs> this has been a wonderful episode of Unabashedly Obsessed. I'm James. I'm Aaron. Smoking kills. And so do pennies. Thank you.